What's going on, sexy lovers? Welcome back to the Sex Mechanic Podcast. I, of course, am your host, the Sex Mechanic, aka Gene Benoit, aka Mr. Born to Explore, aka Confident Creator, aka The Exception, aka I Did It My Way. And uh, this is episode number 43. Yeah, I think it's episode number 43. And uh, we got a nice little topic for you. Uh, what's going on, Cheeks for Pooh? What's going on, Nilsa? Um, we got a nice little topic today. We're talking about the vulva. For those of you who either have a vulva of your own or encounter vulvas from time to time, you know, in your uh, sexual play, I think this is going to be a nice little episode for you. It'll be a teaching episode, so hopefully you're ready to learn something. Hopefully you already know all of this shit because I'm going really basic in terms of how the vulva provides pleasure um, or how you can get pleasure by playing with it basically so maybe you might know maybe you don't but either way hopefully you learn something from it what's going on my boy mr fred what's happening um so yeah let's get into it this came from i don't know if you guys saw but earlier this week i put up a post on my stories that showed what's up I put up a post from my stories that showed that a person was asking random people on the streets. They showed a picture of a vulva and was asking, you know, where the clitoris was. And people were just kind of like, they were guessing wrong, basically. And um, so that kind of gave me the idea that maybe we need to get into that conversation again and talk about the vulva a little bit more and educate people on it. If you don't know where all the parts are, uh, that I'm going to explain. Don't feel bad. Don't get embarrassed. Don't don't be ashamed of it. I blame it on the school system. Um, I think this should be a, a required part of our learning in terms of in our school system. We should be learning about the, the human sexual anatomy. Not necessarily the whole entire body because that's a whole other course. That's, that's anatomy course. But people should definitely be understanding and knowing what the uh, or how the sexual anatomy works, what the different parts are, what they do, and uh, how to enjoy sex, not just, you know, that you shouldn't have sex. So that's a whole nother topic about, you know, the teaching of abstinence versus actually having a backup plan for that and, and teaching people what to do in case they decide that abstinence is not for them. So we're going to learn some stuff today. Hopefully you're ready. And hopefully, like I said, you can learn something that you didn't know before. At the very least, maybe you'll just confirm or verify some shit you already knew. Either way, you can't really go wrong with it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over the different parts and then I'll elaborate on certain parts while I have the picture up. And just note that this picture is just for education purposes. Everybody's vulva might look a little bit different. You know, some people have different parts that they have the same parts, but they have parts that look different, maybe a little bit bigger, a little bit smaller uh, in, in certain areas. So just understand that this is just a reference and this is not necessarily a standard by any means. So, all right, here we go. All right, so here's the picture. We'll put it up. So what we have first, and I'm just going to show you the important parts in terms of pleasure, like the most basic areas that you need to know for pleasure. 
So you have the pubic mound, which is at the top. Oh, and by the way, this view is if you're looking directly at the vulva from the front or if you have a vulva of your own and you're using a mirror to look at it from down low that would be the view that you see so that's what this is right here all right so let's get back to it we got the pubic mound which is at the top you have the so important clitoris right there that's actually the clitoral head that's not the whole clitoris we'll go into more of you know the clitoris and, and I'll expand on that because that's probably the most important part to know in terms of pleasure when it comes to pleasure the clitoris is one that everybody needs to be familiar with also let's see what else we got we have the urethral opening that's where urination happens you have the outer lips right here and then you have the inner lips right there or inner labia, outer labia, and then you have the vaginal opening right there. That's the hymen right here, but again, I'm not gonna give you too much in terms of stuff that you may not need to be too familiar with, but for sure you wanna know about the vaginal opening and the clitoral head. And over the clitoral head, I don't know if you can see that, but it's a little bit of skin right there that's the clitoral hood and that covers the head usually the head is not exposed like that that's just a picture that shows what it looks like when the head is exposed and that happens when the clitoris is stimulated enough and you have blood flow going to that area and then the clitoris comes out to play but it's not gonna look like that if there's not a lot of stimulation going and just in a regular situation so you got to be prepared to not necessarily see that unless you bring it out. Uh, also to add to the clitoral head, or not the clitoral head, but the clitoris, right? So I'm gonna show you a picture of the clitoris, but the clitoris actually goes all the way to the sides of the, uh, of the or behind the labia as well. You just can't see it. Most of the clitoris is actually on the sides and you can't actually see it. It actually looks like a wishbone, but I'll show you a picture of that as well. But the reason why that's important to note is because a lot of people think the clitoris is just the head, but there's way more to the clitoris than just the head. And if you knew that there was way more, then you would know that you can enjoy more areas and have pleasure for more areas than just the head. So that's important to be aware of. So let me pull up a picture of the clitoris, the whole clitoris, not just the head. And show you what it looks like and again for some people they may not know this so this is important to you know put out there and for people to understand so and and understand the clitoris is just a big ass pleasure organ you know that's that's specifically what it's there for it's there for pleasure and so it's got a bunch of nerve endings uh, I believe millions of nerve endings in it that allow the person who has the clitoris to enjoy crazy amounts of pleasure. So here's a picture of what the clitoris looks like behind what you can actually see. That's the whole clitoris actually. So 
that part right there is the little tip that you tend to see, which is the head or the glands. And that's the part that's showing from under the hood when you uh, when you stimulate it enough and, and it has enough blood flow come, or going through it. So what that means is that there's a lot more area for you to provide pleasure to because this whole thing has nerve endings on it. So if you rub the sides, you know, the walls or the, the lips of the vulva, that allows, you know, for more pleasure as well. But on top of that, I wanted to make the point that, let's get back to this picture real quick. Something I didn't mention was this area, this area right here is the vulva. I know it sounds super basic, but a lot of people don't actually know that. They think that's the vagina. I showed you the vaginal opening, which was at the bottom, but that's not the whole thing. The whole thing is actually called the vulva, so it's good for people to know the difference of that in order to you know, understand what you're actually doing when you get down there, or if, or if you have one of your own, you can actually learn how to, how to provide pleasure to it. Um, if you're providing self-pleasure, or if you're you know, involved with somebody else that might wanna help you provide pleasure as well, at least now you kinda of have a little bit more knowledge. So, um, the parts I wanna focus on, like I said, were the clitoris, which is basically just there for pleasure and pleasure alone. Not, like the clitoris literally has no other function but to feel good to the person that has it. So, that's something to really take into consideration when you go down there if maybe you're not usually focused on the clitoris, just there's kind of like a little saying that I like to, you know, keep going or try to keep going, which is don't forget the clit. Because you can really involve the clitoris and you probably should involve the clitoris in anything that you engage in sexually, whether that be oral sex, whether that be manual stimulation, you know, using your fingers, whether that be, uh, penetrative sex, you know, or intercourse as well. In all cases, you should be involving the clitoris at some point in time, if not all the way throughout, to provide maximum pleasure. One reason for that also is because during penetration or intercourse, or penetrative intercourse, um, what tends to happen is the clitoris doesn't get enough attention or enough you know like stimulation enough pleasure or enough pressure and the person who has the clitoris or who has the vagina is not able to get to climax usually if the clitoris is not involved at all and so you definitely want to keep the clitoris engaged and you want to keep it stimulated as much as possible you know keep that keep that stimulation going on the clitoris and there's different ways to do that that's not what this episode is about, so I'm not going to go too much into how the different, I mean, the different ways you can stimulate the clitoris while you're doing different things, but just keep in mind that you should always be trying to make some kind of contact with the clitoris, no matter what you're doing down in that area. So again, whether it be oral, manual, or penetrative sex, you definitely want to somehow keep contact on the clitoris and keep that going because the clitoris will thank you and so will the person that has it. They will be, they will really enjoy it. Let me just say that. <laughs> and that's just one, you know, one way to provide pleasure, but it's definitely the easiest way 
to provide pleasure to a person who has a vulva is by focusing your attention on the clitoris or focusing a lot of your attention on the clitoris. So you'd be surprised um, or not how many people uh, may not know or may have not known where the clitoris was located. And hopefully if you're watching this, then now you do understand and you can maybe go practice with a, you know, consensual vulva um, and, you know, kind of test your skills out and see if maybe you can, you can play around with that and, and get better at it. But the other part of that was the vaginal opening as well. And what else did I say? I said the pubic mound and the outer and inner labia. Those are basically just looking at the vulva is a big ass uh, erogenous zone. And I've had an episode about erogenous zones as well and talking about how erogenous zones can be anywhere on the body. It doesn't have to just be the genital areas. But since we're talking about the genitals right now, the vulva is definitely all around a big erogenous zone. You don't have to focus only on the clitoris. I'm just saying that make sure the clitoris is involved with whatever you're doing. But you can give all that whole area a lot of love. You know, you can you can stimulate the inner and outer labia, uh, you know, with your tongue or with different parts of your body. Um, you can also stimulate, obviously, the, the vaginal opening as well. Not just the opening, but the, the vagina um, with penetrative sex. And, you know, you can do different things there as well. Uh, there's a G-spot, which is inside. Um, that That's where the pubic mound actually comes in and is, and is important. So if you are engaging in penetrative sex, right, and you are in an area or at an angle where you are stimulating the G-spot, which I talked about in another episode as well, um... If you're doing that, then a way to increase the stimulation in that area for the person who has the vulva or the G-spot is by putting or applying pressure onto the pubic mound. And you just want to apply a certain amount of pressure. You'll kind of test it out and see what works. Uh, you're not trying to necessarily, you know, bust the person's pubic bone in half or anything like that. You're not trying to apply that kind of pressure, but you want to apply some pressure on the pubic mound downward. That way, the friction between the G-spot and the uh, whatever is penetrating the vagina is increased. All right. So since the G-spot is located at the top of the vagina between the, I say between the or the G-spot area between the 9 o'clock and the 2 o'clock position. Or is that 2 o'clock? I'm sorry, 9 o'clock and 3 o'clock position on the clock. All right, going that way. Knowing that, that means that pushing down on the pubic mound actually gives you uh, a smaller clearance between the G-spot area and whatever is penetrating the vagina. So keep that in mind too, that sometimes you can apply that light pressure if you're in that area. And that can increase the pleasure for the person that is uh, is being penetrated. All right, so that's another thing. Um, yeah, work those lips, work the inner thighs, work that whole area. All right, I, I don't know too much about whether the urethra is something you want to um, concentrate your attention on in terms of you know applying pressure or pleasure. 
in terms of applying any kind of stimulation to. But all the other areas for sure, uh, explore it with your tongue, explore it with whatever you're using and, and see what kind of pleasure you can get out of it and see what kind of pleasure your partner can get out of it as well. I have a funny story about that. So another reason why I started learning about sex is because in college, before I started having sex, you know, this was freshman year. I remember two situations where I was in bed with a woman, right? Uh, and so we're laying there or whatever the case may be. And these are two women that, you know, uh, I guess I was not involved with, but you could kind of say like, you know, we were, we knew that we, we had, you know, we liked each other or whatever the case may be. We, there was an attraction there. So uh, we're laying in bed and, you know, we're just kind of laying there next to each other. And uh, I'm trying to remember if who initiated what. I'm pretty sure that person initiated it. Like she initiated it, right? So she put my hands down in the vulva area, right? Thinking that, you know, I already knew what to do once my hands got there. But little did she know, I had no idea. <laughs> like I was really green in that area and it, it, I was I was like I was just I had no idea. I had kind of an idea, but not enough. So my hands go down there and I'm feeling around and I'm like, "Ooh, okay, I feel an opening." You know what I'm saying? I feel I feel a hole somewhere, right? And so I put a finger in there and try to start, you know, playing around with it. The person moves my hand, right? I'm like, okay, uh, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Let me try it again. Put my hand back down there. Um, she didn't move my hand completely. She just moved it off of that spot. Uh, so kept my hand down there, was looking again, searching, fishing for, for, for opening. Found the opening. All right, let me do that again. Let me just do it a little bit different this time, though. And same thing. The person moves my hand. And it wasn't until, and, and this happened maybe two or three times until nothing happened basically <laughs> i think the 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 women involved wanted to be uh didn't want to be didn't want to come off as rude but they probably should have you know said i wouldn't have minded if they would have kind of gave me a little bit more guidance the problem was my finger was going into the urethra instead of the vagina so that can happen if you don't necessarily know the anatomy or you're not familiar with what parts are where, then you could also make that same mistake. So I just I, that's a that's a memory that I'll never forget. Uh, I laugh about it now. Um, it's you know, I guess you could look at it as missed opportunities as well because nothing nothing went on further after that. You know what I'm saying? Like that basically was the end of the night. But at the same time, I feel like it was a, the beginning of a of a very important learning experience. And it allowed me to start looking into sex in a whole nother way and start really learning about sex. Um, it really got me on the path of self-learning self when it came to the human sexual anatomy. I started looking, to, looking things up online. I started reading books. I was asking questions uh, of, of friends of mine around me that are, were already having sex. So... For me, I felt like that was a good situation to be in because it helped me, you know, really start to get into sex in a different way and learn sex in a different way. So 
like I said before, don't be ashamed or don't be embarrassed about the fact of you not knowing certain things when it comes to sex. I don't know everything about sex either. Uh, there's so much for me to learn when it comes to sex. Uh, but I do know what I know, but there's a lot more for me to know as well. And so for people out there also engaging in sex, don't feel bad about you know not having that, that knowledge because again, these are things that I feel like we should be learning in our schools, but you know that's not really something that uh, that our school system holds as high priority. So <clears throat> you know we kind of get what we get and we kind of have to learn on the fly through real life experience a lot of times. But anybody got any questions? Uh, I feel like I've, I've gone on pretty good in terms of talking about the human sexual anatomy, at least on the side of the vulva. And also tell me too if y'all feel like I need to do one of these for the, for the penis because if people feel like, you know, there's some level of unfamiliarity with the penis, then I'll do an episode on that as well. <clears throat> So for those of you who joined late, I was talking about the, uh, the vulva and just basically going through the different parts of the vulva. That's all. And in regards to the story, apparently I was all the way up here trying to play around just, just wrong, all the way wrong. Um, <laughs> but again, I laugh about it now because it's kind of like, I didn't know any better, you know? I, I, that Those were literally my first experiences in those situations. So, um, yeah, it turned out how it turned out. But, yeah, those are stories I'm glad I can laugh about now. Oh, and for everybody who joined in as I was already going, what's going on if you're still around? Hey, uh, John Dillinger says... LOL learning experience. That's that's real, man. We all got to learn at some point, right? Like some people learn at a younger age or in some cases, some people learn at a later, a later age and later stage in life than others do. So there's no need to feel in any way ashamed of where you started or where you start because everybody doesn't have the same starting point. There are some people I know personally who started having sex many years before I did. I mean, you're talking about like early teens. And here I am having my first sexual encounter at 18. 18 or 19, one or the other. But either way, you know, somewhat late when you consider how early other people have started. But it's whatever. It's fine. Wherever you start is wherever you start. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And that's something, too, that I think is really important when we're teaching young people, especially about sex, is, like, there's no race to having sex. Like, you, you're not going to get an award for, for starting to have sex at a young age or, you know, being the first out of your group of friends to, to start having sex. So let's, if, if we are teaching the young people about sex completely, let's also mention the part that there's no rush. And sex ain't going anywhere. And if anything, you're probably more equipped to to deal with sex later on because there's a lot of other things that come with sex besides just the physical aspects. 
There are emotional things that happen with sex. There are um, there are parts about sex that you also need to understand before engaging, which is why I feel like it, it should be you know a part of this uh, our learning process. Uh, things like you know pregnancy and STIs. Those are things that are really important to know beforehand. Uh, but unfortunately, it's something that a lot of young people learn after they've already engaged in it and it's you know at, at some point too late so um yeah take your time with with learning about it there's no rush it's not a big deal sex ain't going nowhere it's been here for as long as we have so no rush and when you start and no rush and when you learn either because even if you are watching this and you are 40 years old ain't nothing wrong with that there's no shame in it there's a lot of people that don't know this you know and and watching that video that i posted really helped me know that there are plenty of people out there still that don't know you know what you would consider the basic basics of the human sexual anatomy and so if they don't know i feel like it's part of my responsibility as a sexologist to teach them and I'm definitely going to use my platform to do that. So I'm glad that I'm able to use my platform in this kind of way because this is what, this is partly what I was on this planet to do is to uh, teach. And the avenue that I've chosen is sex. So, you know, if I could, if I have a platform to teach about sex, then I'm definitely going to do that. John Dillinger says a hundred. Uh, thank you. I appreciate you. I know this is kind of a, I don't know, a public platform for people, but um, if you do want to ask a question, you can ask, and I won't say your name necessarily. I'll just ask the question if you have a question about it. Miss Nielsa also says 100. I appreciate you. Thank you. <clears throat> Not only questions, it could also be comments. It could be maybe something you want to add. Maybe you feel like I left something out. Maybe you're somebody with a vulva that feels like there's a piece in there that I could have added that could help some people that encounter vulvas from time to time. If there is, then definitely just you know put it in the put it in the comments. <clears throat> this is one of my favorite topics too, by the way. I love talking about vulvas. Mm. I'm a vulva lover. What can I say? Today I am drinking rum, a rum mix. I got rum, a splash of lemon juice, and a little bit of ginger ale as well. I like this mix. It's pretty good. I know usually I do cider or bubbly, but I'm not at home at home yet. So I just use whatever is here. And sometimes I, I go with the rum. I've been on the rum a little bit more lately, but that's a side note. Was there anything else y'all wanted to know about vulvas too, that I might be able to answer that I didn't answer anything in regards to this image or this pic what's up one crochet queen 
anything in here that you know I didn't mention that you feel like you want to know about or you know that I need to clarify or whatever I'm here for y'all so just let me know what's going on glad that you could join us tonight We've been having a good conversation about the vulva, so yeah. Just seeing if anybody has any questions or concerns or comments that they want to add about it or ask about it. And like I said before, if a person puts a, a question or comment in there, I don't have to say your name if you don't want. I could just say the comment and maybe that comment could really reach somebody and, and help somebody out. Human Paws Inc. just joined. What's going on, Human, Human Paws Inc.? That's a tongue twister. <laughs> Welcome. We're talking about vulvas today. Or actually, we just talked about vulvas, actually. Chef Ebony Spearman joined as well. What's up? Talking about my favorite topic, the vulva. <clears throat> And for those of you who joined a little bit later on, I was basically just going through the diagram of a vulva and the different parts of it, explaining where the clitoris is and where the vaginal opening is at, in comparison to the urethra, showing the outer labia, the inner labia, and basically just letting people know where to focus their attention as well when they're involved with a uh, with a vulva don't worry I made sure that the focus was on the clitoris and every part of the clitoris even when engaging in different parts of sex so one of the highlights was me mentioning and, and talking about always having contact with the clitoris or the clitoral head rather whether you are engaging in oral sex manual stimulation or uh, penetrative sex as well definitely keep in contact with the clitoris is a very important important step an important part to providing pleasure to oneself or to another I'm still gonna make sure that everybody who came in doesn't have any questions or comments before I I, uh, I step away because this is a very important topic you know I feel like this is something that affects a lot of people and there may be some people out there who have vulvas that aren't familiar with their vulvas and don't really know all the all the specifics about it so Again, don't be shy about asking a question or making a comment because if you have one, like I said, I don't have to necessarily say your your name. I'll just ask the question or make the comment. But if you want the credit, then you can say that as well and I'll give you the credit for the comment or the question. What are y'all drinking tonight, by the way, on this uh, hump day? I told you what I had in my glass, but 
whatever what are you all drinking or sipping on this is the best thing right here when you got a drink and you get to talk about sex or hear about sex or watch sex whatever the case may be for you but I feel like this is literally living the life <laughs> when you can have a drink and also have a conversation about sex at the same time my drink is actually done now but I should probably re-up on that I'll wait until we're done and I'll re-up on the drink alright so if y'all don't have anything for me then I will end it on that note if you do have questions concerns comments that you feel like you want to contribute or you want to ask DM me on or at the sex mechanic and I will answer those questions for you best best as possible also if you have ideas for something you might want to talk about sexual related or something you want me to talk about that's sex dating situationship related also DM me and let me know what that is and uh, we'll have a conversation and, and I'll, I'll let you know if that's something I can, I can talk about or not when I say I can't talk about meaning if I have experience with it then I'll talk about it if I don't then I won't um, but also we could discuss if, if you know a person actually wants to join on to the to the uh, episode and talk about whatever they want to talk about or have a conversation about something so yeah this was episode number I want to say 43 but don't don't quote me on that it might be 44 actually but uh this was another episode of the sex mechanic podcast of course i'm your host the sex mechanic thank you for watching live thank you for watching on the youtube channel thank you for listening on whatever platform you like to listen to podcasts on and this was a great pleasure for me so i hope to see you next week and i look forward to seeing you all next week as well peace out